Hello, and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Joining us to talk about spotting the how and the why is Jeff Schwartz, Regional Vice President for A.L. Wilson Chemical Company, located in Kearney, New Jersey. Jeff, who lives in Texas, has been in the dry cleaning industry since 1991 and with A.L. Wilson since 2000 and is known by many of you in the industry as the Stain Wizard. We're very happy to have the Stain Wizard join us today. Jeff, welcome to the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. It's my pleasure. Well, first off, Jeff, for all of our podcast listeners, let's just define why we do spotting at our dry cleaning operations. Customers want their garments back like new, and a good uh, dry cleaning or a wet cleaning system will remove you know, about 75% of the stains, 5 to 10% won't come out no matter what you do. So the spotting board is what really separates you from your competition. You mentioned to me when we've talked before the term tools for use at the spotting board. Can you just take our podcast listeners through the various spotting tools and how they're used on stains? Yeah, so if you, if you look at your spotting board as your tool kit, just like your home tool kit, so every Every chemical that you have is a different tool. So one tool removes rust, one tool removes ink, one tool removes protein-type stains, and etc. So some people think if you can't fix it with a hammer, you must have an electrical problem. Some people use <laughs> the wrong tools at the wrong time, and then they wonder why the stain isn't moving. Uh, let's dive a little deeper about that. Can you talk about some of the biggest spotting challenges you see for the spotters out there? For instance, I know we've chatted about the problems with, say, for instance, uh, black and white garments and also spandex. Talk to us a little bit about some of those things. Yeah, it's uh, it can be a challenge. Uh, so a lot of the garment manufacturers today, well, if they over-dye a garment, and they're putting fabrics together that really don't belong together, and they over-dye the garment, they don't stabilize the dye, and it looks really good under the lights at the stores, but then when you process it, even when you follow the care label, it'll bleed. And even if you test it, sometimes it'll bleed. So that's one of the biggest challenges that I I think is getting better, but there's some manufacturers. So if it's got 4 or 6% spandex in it, even if you test it a lot of times, if it's the first time you process it, it's going to bleed. And then it's really tough to get out. Gel ink is another tough one is because it's made not to come out. Um, so it depends what the ink is and also depends what the ink is on. Also invisible stains, like sugar stains in the dry cleaning machine that you don't see until you press it. And then also oil stains in laundry. What's gel ink? Gel ink is a permanent ink. It's usually black and it's, it's cement almost that it's just made not to come out so my my wife's an ovarian cancer surgeon when she writes a prescription they use that black gelling so you can't change the prescription to getting more whatever more pills so it depends what the ink is and so cotton it's actually easier to get ink out of silk than it is cotton because cotton acts as a sponge and will hang on to it and it won't let go silk is actually more forgiving in a lot of aspects uh, for removing different stains than cotton is sometimes. Besides uh, the some of the uh, garment types you've talked about already, including cotton, what are other types of uh, garment stains that can present a, a unique challenge for the spotter? So I touched on it. So sugar stains won't come out in the dry cleaning process, and then when you press it, now you have these stains pressed in and it's heat set. Or even redeposition is, is probably one of the biggest issues, too. So if you're not running a clean system and you get soils are now redeposited on the, on the garment, 
how to remove that using sodium perborate soak. So it's around the entire board, so to speak, that uh, it's hard to just narrow it down. But I'm in a thousand dry cleaners a year, and it's amazing the different things that you know you see when the guy goes, "Well, I'm glad you're here. Can you help me with this?" So you roll up your sleeves with your lab coat, and away you go. You mentioned uh, redeposition. Just would you just take a second and tell uh, listeners just what that is, in case they're not familiar? Yeah. So. Your dry cleaning machine can't talk to you, but if it could, it would tell you if you don't have the right charge of soap or if you don't have a clean system. Uh, if, say you put a spotting chemical on a garment and you don't totally flush that out or you don't dry it, you throw it in that dry cleaning machine or that dirt and that redepositing of soils will go right to that spot. When it comes out, you'll say, well, that wasn't there when it went in the machine, and that's right. It came out on the garment because the soil is, is now in the solvent, and, uh, and you, now you're using your clothes as a filter, which is crazy. You also mentioned sodium perborate, I think you called it, if yeah. I got that so, right. sodium perborate, yeah. Yeah, what's that? It, it's, uh, it's a real, it's the most amazing, it's an oxygen bleach. It's safe for removing the last traces of, of dye, protein, makes whites whiter, a lot of the best dry cleaners, they soak your white shirts in it overnight, and uh, you have to pass out sunglasses to your customers because the white shirts are so white. But it'll also take out redeposition, uh, but you can't use it on wools. But other than that, it's color safe and it's fabric safe. You mentioned thousands of dry cleaners you, you see a year. You're out on the road quite a bit meeting and talking with dry cleaning owners. Can you just share with our podcast listeners a couple of interesting spotting stories? Yeah, I just got back from an 18-day being on the road. Uh, so I cover from Texas to California to Calgary, it, it seems like everywhere in between. I had one dry cleaner that told me that he added a whole quart of dye stripper to his dry cleaning machine to take out yellow stains, and uh, that didn't work out too well for him. I got a phone call I got a phone call at 5 o'clock on a Friday, and this dry cleaner had a, a raw silk purple wedding dress that they pressed all the sugar stains into it Ooh. and the gal was going to pick it up first thing the next morning and she expected me to help her to over the telephone to get those out and we did just using actually just using three percent peroxide that she got at the grocery store and hanging it in the boiler room you never know when the phone rings what's going to happen how did you come up with the stained lab coat idea. And in case anybody doesn't know what that is, if you haven't seen Jeff at shows or out at your dry cleaner, you've seen him at the A.O. Wilson booth and you've seen him wearing the the stained lab coat. Very interesting and draws a lot of attention. But when you walk into a dry cleaning plant wearing it, how do people react? Pretty much shock and amazement. And then they want to see if I can take it off so they can wear it, so they can get a picture and post it on their Facebook uh, that just happened last week in Minnesota. It was pretty funny. When I walk in wearing that coat, uh, the counter people kind of run to the back and say there's a crazy person up front. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the owners know that I'm there to talk about the different challenges of stain removal. And then they'll look at the coat, find one specific stain, and in the south it's red clay on uniforms. They go, okay, show me how to get that out. And that starts the conversation. Let's go back for just a moment to spotting tools is there a tool for every stain? Yeah, scissors would help in a lot of occasions. That's, that <laughs> would work on every stain. No, but the right chemistry uh, the right chemistry exists to take out almost every stain. Some stains won't come out no matter what you do, i.e. a perspiration stain. 
if you use an antiperspirant, all antiperspirants contain aluminum chloride. And once aluminum chloride and perspiration fuse on it, it will not come out no matter what you do. I mean, we have a bleach that's 25 times stronger than chlorine, and that won't even touch it. How vital is the steam gun for a spotter at the spotting board? Well, the steam gun itself isn't vital. Using the steam gun correctly is vital. The gun will take out color as fast as everybody wants to blame the chemical, but the improper use of the spotting gun will take out color as fast as anything. So the right chemistry and patience with the gun is more important than the gun itself. What if a spotter exhausts every method to remove an unusual stain? How do they tell the client a stain won't or can't come out? Well, last year, approximately 23 million sorry tags were put on garments, and that's kind of the wrong way to do it. The best way to do it was would actually be if it's a dry, cleanable garment, if you have to get permission to wet clean it or if you need more time to pick up the phone and actually call the customer to say, here's what we're working on and we need your permission to, to do this step or to go a little bit farther. But as Martin Young would say, do no harm is the first rule of thumb. Do no harm, and, and, you, and a good spotter knows when to stop. Sometimes the spotting board is in the back of a plant, but sometimes it's right near the front counter, almost like a showpiece. What about spotting in Clearview? I was just in Salt Lake City uh, two weeks ago, and the uh, owner had put uh, his spotting board right up front, front and center, uh, which uh, he thought it was, uh, has made it kind of a, a, a difference in starting the conversation about what is that and what is she doing over there. Unfortunately, a lot of times, spotting board area in the back is the dirtiest unkept piece of equipment in the entire plant. So if you're going to have it up front and it's going to be well lit, uh, make sure it's kept clean. And uh, it, uh, I think it would uh, really help educate the customers about what we do. Does the stain wizard have any magic words, tips to impart to our spotters listening today in the podcast? Uh, yeah, I read everything I can get my hands on, and I go to as many seminars as I can and, and learn. I, I try to get better every single day, and if you do ruin a garment and you pay that claim, keep that garment, put some different stains on it, and then improve yourself because uh, I guarantee you, you'll see a garment similar to that down the road, and now you'll know the next time how to do it. Last, Jeff, um, is there anything you wanted to add today about our chat all about spotting? Well, it's kind of a three-legged stool, so you got a good dry cleaning process, finishing, and just like stain removal starts at the front counter, and quality and customer service is everybody's job, stain removal is everybody's job as well. So if, if the presser sees a stain, give it back. Don't press it in, because if you press that stain into the garment, you just made it 10 times harder for us to remove. And it actually really starts at the front counter, and that's why educating your counter people are so, is so important as well. Well, that was Jeff Schwartz, the stain wizard. And thank you so much, Jeff, for your time today and for being with us here on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. Honor and a pleasure. Thank you. The American Dry Cleaner podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest Fabricare industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also, be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts along with news and information from around the industry. 
The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon. <laughs>